Let's look at tonight's Spurs Bulls game. Bring in our guests. We're going to ask will the roster be different after the NBA trade daylight? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RJ from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. We're right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kansas 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you all back. Hope everybody's having a great work week. We'll get you through it right here on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to be looking at tonight's matchup, Spurs Bulls. I'll give you a very quick preview. And then we're going to bring our guest, Raul Dominguez of uh, the AP. We're going to be asking if the Spurs roster will be different after the NBA trade deadline. Catch up with some Spurs news and news, including that whole drama about the fish jersey. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That and more right here on Locked On Spurs. Hey, you guys are the everydayers. We appreciate y'all making Locked On Spurs your first listen every single day. You guys do it every day, and I'm happy to see that. So, yeah, your Spurs are back in action today, taking on the Bulls in Chicago. Let's get you ready for that game. Well, whatever, you know, we, we, we'd like to know what the outcome might be. But let's go ahead and catch you and preview up uh, preview up the uh, game. So your Spurs, 4-22. and they're visiting the Bulls today. Uh, the good news is the Bulls are coming off a game versus the Lakers, so a second game back-to-back to them. Maybe that bodes well for the Spurs. Uh, we'll find out in case you missed it. In the last game, the Spurs are coming off a loss versus the Bucks, 132-119. No Wemby. Wemby did not play due to right ankle soreness. Uh, Zach Collins had 22 points and 8 rebounds. Sohan had 9 points and 11 rebounds. Kelvin Johnson, 28 points, 12 rebounds, leading the team. Devin Vassell with 17 points on the loss for tonight's game Wimby and Kelton Johnson are probable so if that turns into unavailable or out uh, might be a long night for you Spurs fans jersey watch the Spurs will be in their white association edition jerseys tonight versus Chicago so let's preview it let's look at the Chicago side first then we'll get to the Spurs so DeMar DeRozan former Spur Boy, he loves playing against his former team, doesn't he? Um, he sees silver and black, and he just lights up. And it could be all those lessons learned from Popovich and why he's able to be a good player against your Spurs. But DeMar DeRozan has scored at least 30 points in three of his last five meetings against the Spurs. He's averaging about 28.8 points per game against his former team. So Sohan, defenders are going to have to really key on him to slow him down. Uh, tonight, if he does play, so DeMar DeRozan, the Spurs killer, sounds like it. So Spurs will have their hands full with him. You know, we're, we're on the topic of players for the Bulls side. Let's continue that. Kobe White, what is it with this guy? He sees silver and black, and he just becomes a DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Kobe White, Chicago's Kobe White, is averaging 19.4 points per game in the last five matchups against the Spurs. Another problem the Spurs got to deal with tonight. So two players are off the bat that you're going to want to key on if they're having a good game where, you know, it might be a long night for yourself or in black. Now this kind of bodes well for the Spurs in the last 10 games versus Chicago. It's split five and five. Uh, the Spurs though are, are um, I'm sorry, the Bulls are averaging about 115 points per game in those 10 meetings. So not dramatically getting blown. The Spurs are not getting blown out by Chicago in the last 10. Uh, you know, so hopefully, the Spurs can get the one-up game and break that tie in six and five. 
but that's interesting, right? You know, despite DeMar and putting up those numbers, uh, Spurs are actually dead even with the Bulls in the last 10 games. So what about your Spurs? Well, the Spurs are on a losing streak. Not only on a two-game losing streak right now, but on a two-game losing streak against Chicago. They're 0-2 in the last two meetings. So that doesn't bode well for the Spurs. Hopefully they can snap two streaks, losing streaks tonight. And Eastern Conference teams on the road. What is it about that for San Antonio? The Spurs are winless this year against the East away from San Antonio. They're 0-3. Last loss coming off Milwaukee, an Eastern team. So nah, the East Conference on the road has not been kind to your Spurs. So there you have it, your quick Spurs-Bulls preview. Coming up next, we're going to be joined by Raul Dominguez of the AP uh, San Antonio Spurs beat. Uh, he's going to be joining me to talk about whether or not the Spurs roster will look different after the NBA trade deadline and catch up some Spurs news and notes. Some old faces are investing in the Spurs and those Fred's fish jerseys and the controversy. We're going to get to that coming up next on Locked on Spurs. But before we bring in our guests, I want to talk about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh picked for us at this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And lo and behold, he has a spur on the list. Yes, he's advocating, pushing that you look at Malachi Branham. Go figure. We're going to be talking about him next. Uh, he says that he seems to be a starter for the Spurs in the short term, at least. And he's flashed some increased passing skills, increasing his fantasy viability. Yeah, getting those minutes on the court with a starting unit is going to bump up his numbers. So, again, he is picking Malachi Branham for this week's eBay's Motors Fantasy Picks of the Week. That's eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. So he has Malachi. Go get him. Look, Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Look, do you have any personal experience trying to buy a part for your car? Uh, you know, you've been having some tough going about it, looking for it. Uh, what about your dream ride? Do you have your dream ride? Do you think it needs uh, some fine-tuning, some extra parts, maybe upgrades? Uh, what about that car that you loved? You want to get it back? You want to just go to buy one and then look for the parts for it? So, look, if you want to keep your car running, you want to fix your car up, or you want that cool upgrade that you've really been wanting, you want to go to eBay Motors right now. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They got brake kits, LED lights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're going to be burning rubber, not all that cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit only is available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And as promised, everybody, we are back right here on Locked On Spurs with our guest, Raul Dominguez. He is the AP Spurs writer in San Antonio. Make sure to follow him on X 
at a new name. It's Dominguez Cinco. A little change up there, Raul. What happened? I changed it because of you because it was like once you actually read it, it's pretty long. So I was just like, I'll just I'll change it. All right, all right. So what's the meaning behind this one? What's this one? Same thing, you know, last name and then uh, five, five, you know, my five kids. So five kids. Wow. Yeah, five kids. Wow. I got zero. None. None. They're, they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> make sure again, make sure to follow him on X at Dominguez Cinco. And uh yeah, a great follow. Uh, I get a chat with him during Spurs games in the media room. Really good guy. Um, not as nerdy as me. You know, no, actually, he is nerdy as me. He's just a little bit more key about it. Mm. I'm more blah about it. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. By the way, before we hit record, everybody, we had a little nerd session. We we recommended some shows to each other. So yeah. you know, for those y'all, y'all, y'all survived bullet there. So <laughs> but anyway, we're just talking about the silver and black. And this is we're gonna gonna piggyback from yesterday's show, Raul. Yesterday's topic was should the Spurs be active in the uh NBA trade market that's uh, upcoming? Uh, the consensus was eh, depends. That, that was consensus. Uh, we had the our guests say, uh, "Sure, go for it." I was more like, mm, f- "Just forget about it. Wait till the off season." Mm. But you know, so to piggyback off that topic is basically kind of we can look into the crystal ball here. So Raul and I are going to look at the crystal ball. We're going to try to see what the future tells us. And the question is, we're going to present to the crystal ball is. Will this Spurs roster be different after the trade deadline? So basically, we're assuming the Spurs may or may not make a move. Raul, what does your crystal ball say? Will the Spurs roster look different after NBA trade deadline? Um, I think it's going to look different. Um, not too different, but I, I, um, at this point, they're they're not going anywhere. That they're they're obviously building for the future. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how big of an asset they are, but veterans like McDermott, um, mm. you know, Devontae, um, maybe Zach. I, I wouldn't think so, but maybe Zach, you know, depending on what they can get back. If they can get a first-round pick, package them for a first-round pick, they'll definitely uh, do so. But um, I, I can't – of those, I can't – I don't see Doug mm. staying here. Um, I think the Spurs will trade him for second-round pick. You know, maybe a young player in return. Right. Uh, I think part. I think part of it is just you know, again, um, you know, they're building for the future. If they trade him, then that frees up minutes for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, then also, I think you know, it, it, they would want to give Doug a chance, maybe to compete for a title. Right. Um, you know, they've done that in the past with veterans that they'll trade them just to give mm-hmm. them an opportunity to win a ring. Um, but I think I think the roster will look pr- fairly similar, but. Uh, again, I would think Doug's on uh, Devante. They may, you know, who knows? Maybe they, yeah. maybe they wave him to give mm-hmm. him an opportunity to play somewhere else because uh, he's not getting minutes right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, I, I don't think they'll trade Zach, but who knows? Maybe somebody offers him yeah. first round pick. You know, it, it may be too much for them to turn down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think D- Doug won't be here uh, in the second half, and mm-hmm. possibly Devontae. And again, it's nothing against them, but I can just these are the kind of moves that the Spurs have sort of traditionally right. made recently. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you all with uh, Devontae because, you know, what, what baffles me about Devontae is this, is that Pop openly admits in conferences that you and I attend mm. where he says, oh, we hit those offensive droughts. But you got a guy that's pretty much instant buckets. Mm-hmm. And this Once he gets going, he gets going, and he just sits there. Yeah. So that's a little and, perplexing. 
Yeah, him and Julian are both. You know, yeah. the thing is, they're not the kind of guy where I th- kind of guys where I think they'd have that every game. But but you know, use them in certain spots. They they'll mm-hmm. hit ten real quick and then yeah, you know, mm-hmm. set them down. Yeah, I mean, they they could have definitely used that against the Bucks recently. You know, where they got close. You know, I was a little mm-hmm. stunned. I was expecting a disaster from. You know, kudos to the Spurs. They made it somewhat interesting. But nevertheless, yeah, I think Devontae likely will probably see another uniform after the trade deadline. It's interesting you said about picks. You don't tell that to Spurs fans right now. Spurs Mm -hmm. fans will be flipping tables right now if they say more picks. What are you talking about more picks? You know, they already have how many first-rounders, how many second-rounders? You know, you're hearing Spurs fans, you know, saying, oh, we want instant players that can help right now. And I understand that, but at the same time, I'm thinking like this the season's done already. It's mm-hmm. cooked. Um, it's over. You know, there's yeah. no gonna be no play-in. It's gonna be a short season and they're done. Yeah. And a long off season. Yeah, but, and the thing about thing about the picks is, you know, maybe they don't necessarily use them uh themselves. Mm-hmm. It always package them maybe for in the offseason. Maybe they see someone yeah. that they, they can go get, or maybe they want to move up in the draft if they have four first four second round picks, you know, in a certain draft or certain two drafts, trade a couple of them, maybe trade a first round pick, you know, if they want to move up, uh, you know, th- there's nothing wrong with having assets. You look at Oklahoma city, they have such a young team. They have all those assets. I mean, they are, they are set for Oklahoma city oh, yeah. set for the next five, 10 yeah. years. OKC is set. Yeah. yeah. Would you throw Orlando in that pile? Um, You know, yeah, I think so. Was it, I, mm-hmm. I think as far as in terms of what, what I see as far as like, uh, potential for the future, definitely mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, San Antonio. I know Spurs fans don't see it right now, but yeah, but the talent they have, with the picks they have, with all the cap space they have, mm-hmm. um, I put Spurs second, um, and Orlando uh, probably third. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, so I'm with you with Devonte. I'm with you with Doug. You know, I think the Spurs will say, you know, Doug, you're a trooper. You know, never make waves. You know, but go, go chase yourself a ring. You know, he doesn't have that on his. I, I don't think he has that on his resume, right? He doesn't have a title, right? So, you know, I can definitely see that move. Interesting, you brought up Zach Collins. It's interesting you bring that up because statistically, he's having a pretty good season. Oh, yeah. You know, the numbers are good. You know, he's up and down the three line, of course, mm-hmm. but I. I would think that maybe he becomes a bigger asset for the Spurs to keep because of the injury to Charles Bassey. Does mm-hmm. that affect you in any way when you predict that maybe, just maybe, Zach may be on the trading block? You know, I honestly don't – I don't think that they would do it, but I'm just saying, like, if somebody decides that they want to throw, throw a first-round picket at the Spurs, you know, mm-hmm. it would be hard for them to turn it down. But Yeah, it will be. To me, Zach's, Zach's one of my favorite players. I mean, he, he mm-hmm. plays hard. He doesn't take – grief off of anybody mm-hmm. you know he's he's, he's the first yeah. one if somebody uh pushes one of his teammates around he's the first one in that oh yeah that uh you know the, in the, the mix group yeah. to, you know to, yeah. to push back so i i don't think they should trade him but and i'll just sort of speculating because you know obviously talented big men are, are hard to find mm-hmm. in the nba so who knows if a, a veteran team comes you know seeking someone you know, if they were to offer a first round pick, I think it would be hard for the Spurs to yeah turn that down. But I don't, I don't see them trading it, trading them. But um, you know, um, mm-hmm. I didn't think they trade Derek White either. So yeah, exactly. Nobody thought they trade Dejounte Murray either. But here we are, and mm-hmm. because of those deals, the Spurs are in the position now that they are. They they you know if you do a checklist, checklist one, win the lottery and the draft. Check you know got mm-hmm. Wimby. You know, part of that checklist is development. Okay, it started last year. It's to be mm-hmm. honest, continuing this year. 
yeah. just don't check. And now it's do how they position themselves. Do they position yeah. for the now, which could be the trade deadline or the off season? I think they're going to be more active in the off season mm-hmm. uh, versus the trade deadline. But do you see them perhaps swinging for the fences and maybe flipping a Kelvin Johnson, you know, a player like that? I mean, they did it in recent history. Yeah, you know Derek White and Dejounte. So I wouldn't be surprised if they flip a Kelvin Johnson. I, I, I don't think they would. I think I think Kelvin's such a um, mainstay of the mm-hmm. team. Um, I, I think it would take have to take a just a heck of a deal for them to I like the what the Atlanta Hawks yeah, offered. Yeah, Dejounte, exactly, Dejounte. Yeah. But um, I, I think they want to kind of give this team at least a year mm-hmm. to kind of see what they can do together. Um, you know. Uh, and Kelvin's got a great deal. I mean, you know, so, that, that'd be a, a trait that I think any NBA table team would want a young player, talented player. And he's got a, mm-hmm. you know, a contract that, that, you know, is easily work. You can easily fit into your system to where it's not going to mm-hmm. push your salary cap. So, yeah, um, I don't see them trading him. Um, you know, but, but again, I didn't see yeah. Derek. I didn't see DeJounte. So, mm-hmm. but, but I think at this point they've reset, uh, they've done a hard reset. I can't picture them doing another hard reset. Not right. Not with Wemby here. That that would. I, I think it would leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth that they did a hard reset again. Yeah, yeah. That, that's something you and I agree on because I did bring that up in yesterday's show. I said if they do a major deal, it feels like they're hitting reset after reset after reset. Like eventually that has to stop. Like mm-hmm. You have to stop hitting reset. Yeah. So if you do a major deal like flipping a Keldon or a Devin or something to that effect, yeah, you're doing another reset. And I mean, again, yeah, the offer was have to be just bowl them over. And yeah, they probably would tell Wemby, like, look at where we're getting, you know, mm-hmm. like he would have to be, I think he would be on board with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you, you, you look at this team. Yeah. I, I do think this, this roster will look slightly different, but not a major overhaul. Like we mm-hmm. saw in recent years with Derek and DeJounte, mm-hmm. you know, cause those were, I mean, you and I, and probably the rest of the Spurs fandom were like, what the Spurs made a deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Bob is Bob Bass in the office again? Is Trader Bob back? <laughs> you know what happened here. Uh, so, but hey, Spurs fans, you know, don't nobody would be shocked if something does happen. Brian Wright has proven that he can and he will flip some of these fan favorite, these young talented stars. You know, from Dejounte to Derek to Yaka Pertle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the and they're, they're there, and they're, they're all great deals. I know uh, fans are upset about the Derek White deal, but that was a great mm-hmm. deal for the Spurs. You know and yeah. You know, um, the Jakob trade was a great deal for them. Dejounte deal was incredible for them. Yeah, I mean, incredible first round picks, unprotected mm-hmm. picks. I mean, you know, I, you I, had to do that one. Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, yeah, you have to do that. Yeah. So here we are in agreement. We think the Spurs roster will look slightly different uh, after the trade deadline. We don't predict any type of major overhaul uh, in this point of their rebuild. When do we get back? We're going to tackle some Spurs news and notes that you may have missed, including familiar faces back investing in the Spurs and Spurs fans flipping tables over a jersey, a fish jersey. Not kidding, a fish jersey. You, you, we'll talk about that coming up next right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. But before we continue our chat with Raul Dominguez, I want to talk to you about BetterHelp. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, everybody can use uh, some therapy at times. Look, times get rough, you know, holidays, depression, what have you. And sometimes you need to know that there's somebody there for you in case you do need to talk with somebody. That's why BetterHelp is there for you. 
Look, give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash MBA and get yourself your way to being the best you that you can be. Look, talking about things can be tough. I get it. You know, uh, you know, you're trying to figure out, you know, for the holidays, you know, what do I get for my family? You know, what do I get for myself? You know, the hell times are just great times where you're just trying to having all your stuff go through your head. Yeah. And it can get real uh, chaotic. And again, better help is there for you. Look, if you've ever benefited from therapy, you know, why not try it again? If you're off it, go back on it with better help. So whether you've been in therapy personally or want to restart it or get your first toes dip into it, that's where you have to go to better help right now. Look, learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, what empowers you to be the best version of yourself. That's where better help is there for you. And look, if you experience major trauma, again, go to BetterHelp. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You can match with a licensed therapist, switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. It's the season of giving. So give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnMBA. Hey, everybody. This is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbiana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with my guest. He is Raul Dominguez, the AP Spurs writer in San Antonio. Follow him on X at Dominguez Cinco. Also heard uh, during the break a rumor, Raul, I want to verify this with you, that apparently that you're the only person ever to make Dr. Doom quake in his metal boots, like get scared. <laughs> is that true? No, that was uh, the thing. So that wasn't me. <laughs> Actually, I think it was Mike Monroe. I think it was Mike Monroe. He's he's he's. Can be a bit frightening. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Again, uh, make sure to follow my next at Dominguez Cinco. Uh, he is uh, your go-to guy for all things Spurs as well. Uh, so check him out on X. So we're going to catch up with some Spurs news and notes. And some familiar faces are back. Uh, Raul investing in the team, the Red McCombs family. Mm. Uh, they are back. They're part of the investor group. Uh, Spurs fans know Red McCombs, you know, was – big in bringing San Antonio an NBA team at the, well, at that time it was an NBA team, but you yeah. eventually the merger, mm-hmm. but local investment, uh, you know, another sign that Spurs fans pump the brakes. Maybe they're not moving after all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's wonderful to see. I mean, when I saw that, that uh, they, they get sent out the press release this morning, it's the McCombs family. Uh, there, there's four generations of that family now, you know, yeah. uh, um, that are part of the McCombs enterprises. They own mm-hmm. car dealerships, real estate and investments yeah. and, um, I didn't realize it, but Red was uh, one of the pri- first uh, investors into the Circuit of Americas, the track that's in Austin. Oh, I didn't um, know that either. Wow. But, um, so, I mean, and, and they are Red and uh, was obviously a great businessman. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he first took over the Spurs, he knew how big TV was, was going to be. Uh, he knew, uh, you know, different little things that mm-hmm. people didn't even think about. Reason why he brought Gervin in, because he knew Gervin would, would, would be big for the mm-hmm. For TV, for the spotlight, so right. he's obviously passed on his, his business knowledge to his family, and it, it's wonderful to see that family back um, with the Spurs. You know, because of everything they've done for the community, uh, how much they mean to the community, and, and mm-hmm. like you're saying, like you know, fans should probably 
breathe a sigh of relief because you know <laughs> uh McCombs family is obviously this is their yeah. home so you know yeah. the, they, yeah. they want to keep the spurs here because their grandfather uh you know Red exactly wanted it to stay in san antonio it, you you called it right the McCombs families has called san antonio home since 1958 so they're not likely going to be on board of saying, "Hey, yeah, move them to Austin or move them to Vegas," you know. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, and even if that does were to come up in the future, I bet they will put a big fight up mm-hmm. to not mm-hmm. let that happen. So yeah. there you go, Spurs fans. Some local money being invested into your local NBA team, and finally, perhaps the biggest <laughs> scuttlebutt right now among Spurs fans is a jersey, mm-hmm. a fish jersey. Not kidding. Yeah. Okay, so I think we need to set this up because. You know, maybe there's some fans outside of San Antonio who don't understand this. But so in San Antonio, there's a local seafood fast food restaurant chain called Fred's Fish Fry. Okay, it's been around San Antonio for forever, long, you know, long time. So what happened was there was a San Antonio artist who created a mock mashup between Fred's Fish Fry design and the Spurs City Edition jersey. He mashed them up and basically he used uh, some familiar designs that Fred Fish uses in their boxes, uh, their seafood boxes. So basically, it's like a red and blue fish. They're mm-hmm. kind of like jumping out of the water. Mm-hmm. And they have, they're known for like a, like a checker pattern, I guess that's the best way to say it, uh, Raul. Like a yeah. red and blue checker mm-hmm. pattern on their boxes and their, their bags and what have you. Started off innocent like that. Well, some online uh, stores saw that and saw the recognition that it was getting. So they started creating designs based off that. And the uh, creator of that design, again, that was a design. He didn't make a jersey or nothing. He just mocked it up like on Photoshop or something. Got in partnership, uh, allegedly, with another online store uh, to coordinate and create jerseys of that now tangible jerseys oh. uh, and then money going to the creator and of course with the store, but basically it, it took off and Fred's face fry was not happy about that. So now they've sued 21 oh. online stores for basically doing what they did uh, oh. without permission. And now you fast forward. So that lawsuit is still ongoing. You fast forward to yesterday and well, a couple days ago, excuse me, a couple days ago, and what happens? Fresh Fish Fry releases its own officially stamped. This is our jersey, and fans are not happy about it. Why? Because it almost mirrors the jersey that they're suing about. Mm-hmm. This is how bad the Spurs season is. When this is probably the biggest news right now, Rahul, your thoughts? <laughs> it will give, it gives fans something else to, to yell about besides you know yeah. the rotations or you know whatever yeah. else. Or- they're griping about, but um, yeah, Adrian Galvan. Uh, I was looking it up. Adrian Galvan was the designer, and he just did it, just kind of as almost as a, 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 a joke, joke you, know, yeah. you know, yeah, because because people weren't weren't that excited by the the new city edition mm-hmm. uh, jerseys the Spurs have. I mean, the 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 hemisphere logo is nice, but the rest of it's you know a little yeah. bland. A little iffy, you yeah. know, um, they wanted something you know a little little uh, more tied to the city, a little bit, a little little nicer. Um, more ex- more aesthetically p- pleasing, but um, you know they didn't lo- they didn't like that, so they made the he made that jersey just as a joke. People liked it, and so apparently he reached an agreement with with someone to make shirts. Uh, and it was called Williamson. Yeah. yeah, 
And so what from someone told me that knows the the designer, he said that he didn't make any money off of this. This was just mm-hmm. maybe just a handshake, handshake agreement to mm-hmm. say, you know, you can use my design or something. But um, yeah, I mean, um, Fred's sued them. But the thing that I thought was kind of funny was, you know, um, because that initial jersey had San Antonio Spurs and then the, the Spurs uh, Spurs logo, I mean, Spurs had every right to sue. Yeah. Sue well, them. That, but, but they one, one of the defendants did reach out to me and uh, did confirm that the Spurs, and I think this is what maybe Fred should have done. The Spurs did reach out to uh, one of the defendants to say, stop doing that. Cease and desist letter. Yeah. Just stop. Okay. That's yeah. it. So, and I think that was probably the best approach. Keep yeah. it private. Mm-hmm. Here's the letter. If you keep it up, well, you know, we won't. Definitely have to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's, that's what should have been done. Like I said, the Spurs could have sued, but they didn't. You know, the NBA could have sued. They, they didn't. Uh, you know, because they know that, I mean, if the Spurs and the NBA uh, took that action, they'd have to be driving down military every weekend, you know, like giving, you know, uh, yeah. cease and desist letters or lawsuits. Yeah. Like yeah. Every, every, and I'm, a, and I'm uh, glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because again, for those who are not in San Antonio, you can go any, pretty much any part in San Antonio, but mainly you're usually in the, the South side or maybe in the East side, West side of town, mm-hmm. you'll see on the corner streets, People just putting up bootleg jerseys, bootleg T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's it's common during the Manu Ginobili era. There was a mashup of Manu and Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. During Tony Parker's time, there was a mashup of Spider Man and Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. They were just being sold out in the open. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another reason why Spurs fans are having a lot of backlash at the the restaurant because this is just. You know, I want to say just a thing in San Antonio, but it's a fun thing, and mm-hmm. it feels like they're just being, you know, just raining on the parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, because uh, uh, I believe uh, Galvan also did. I'm not sure if he's the one, but I believe he did one of Waterburger and, and maybe Bill Miller's. I yes, think. I think I think uh, you're right. Yeah, but I mean, the Fred's was the one that that caught on because yeah. you know Fred's is is kind of an underground institution for. Uh, San Antonio, you know, people always joke around. Hey, the, there's never anyone in the parking lots at Fred, but there's they've been open for, you know, yeah. how many years? So you know, it, it's you know, people like Fred's. Uh, they like the design. I obviously liked it on the Spurs jersey, um, you know, because it felt like San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So you know, to me, maybe they, uh, what Fred should have done is maybe reach an agreement with the designer to, you know, allow that design to allow them to use that design. You know, mm-hmm. they obviously could have, would have had to take the Spurs yeah. stuff off, but mm-hmm. you know they could have done that. And you know, to me, that that to me seems like a better solution. Like I understand that Fred's wants to you know keep their trademarks and such, but uh, I don't know. To me, it just yeah, it, just, yeah. it, it, it got out of hand. Yeah, it, it got out of hand. And uh, as of this recording, the uh, lawsuit is still ongoing. Uh, one of the defendants, Bear County Social Apparel, he got a hold of me and gave me his statement. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, he said that he was willing to work with them. Like there was no need for this, you know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like just chill out, you know. He went from a zero to a hundred, you know. Yeah. There was, and, you know, credit the Spurs. You know, at least they did it the right way. Like, the, okay, we caught you. Stop it, you know. Just mm-hmm. stop, you know. And yeah, you know, you keep on going, then you know, okay, things might get a little crazy. But you know, kudos on the Spurs for taking that approach. But yeah, I mean, Bill Middles just went uh, from zero to a hundred. What, what's interesting though. And uh, hey, I'm just saying what what Fred's put out there. You can buy their jerseys for about fifty five dollars, I believe, <laughs> cash only. Interesting. 
Hmm. That's what they say. Cash that. only, Raul. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So that's yes. that's. <laughs> they literally put that on their social media. Here's where you can pick up the jersey, and it's cash only. So yes. it just feeds into that that myth, mm. um, that the, the the whole rumor slash joke in San Antonio that yeah. now why are they always open, but there's never anybody there. Like how mm. are they getting their money? Interesting. Yeah. Just makes people go. Is back in the day, CNC Music Factory had a song about things that make you go hmm. This is, this is exactly what it is. Everybody's like, hmm. If I could do that emoji right now, like, hmm, like, what's going yeah. on here? Hoping in my dream, it, they just say, all right, fine, you know, we'll drop the lawsuit. You know, mm-hmm. just y'all, just stop it. You know, don't do it again. Or your, I like your idea is like, let's work together. Mm-hmm. You know, let's work together. Let's all work together. Let's find a happy middle because, you know, and, and it goes with all San Antonio who not, I'm sorry, do not live in San Antonio. There's a saying in San Antonio uh, called puro. It's P-U-R-O. That's Spanish for pure. Like you're being, you know, good to your own people. Or you're being, you know, solid to the community. Mm-hmm. That's that's the connotation. So a lot of Spurs fans are saying Fred is not being puro right now. Mm-hmm. So, and because yeah. they're from San Antonio, you know, that yeah. it was based in San Antonio. And the thing that's, the thing that's uh, funny that you mentioned that, I mean, Fred's got so much great publicity initially off of this, you know, just yeah. people, people loving the Jersey, people talking about Fred's and, mm-hmm. you know, people talking about, Oh man, this is making me hungry. I'm going to go over there. Like they got so much great publicity off the the mock, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and again, I understand Fred's being upset by logo mm-hmm. infringement, but you know, like you said, wish they had done something else, you know, kind of worked around more. this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I I, I want to see which Spurs fan is going to be brave enough to wear an official Fred's uh, jersey at games. I, I saw I saw a, a T-shirt, not a jersey, but I saw a Fred's T-shirt at the last game. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I've seen them before. I, and I think people have bought those from that the Bear County social mm-hmm. apparel. Uh, it's been that kind of year, everybody. We're talking about a fish jersey. It's mm-hmm. been that bad. But, hey, the Lockdown Spurs, they always tell me, Raul, hey, what is going on in the community with Spurs fans? Well, this is what's actually going on. I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. For those higher-ups at Lockdown Network, this is what's going on right now in yeah. San Antonio. I'm not yeah. making this up. A yeah. fan fighting back against a company over a, a jersey, a mashup jersey. So Yeah, it's it's a temporary uh, distraction yeah. from the from the you know blowout losses recently. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah, make, exactly. them, make, make them forget about it at least for a little bit. So those yeah, blowout exactly. losses. Yeah, you know, the Spurs are probably like, thank goodness, you know, this is going on, you know, like <laughs> distract from what's going on the court. Mm. But uh, there you have it, some Spurs news and notes. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, do you agree or disagree that the Spurs roster will look different after the NBA trade de- deadline? Do you think it'll be dramatically different or just a little different like myself and Roll think? And what do you think about Fred's fish jersey fans, Spurs fans drama, and Red McCombs, the Combs family, excuse me, uh, back in the, in the investor group for the Spurs. Good news right there. Let us know what's going on. And we need to know from you, Raul, what is going on in your neck of the woods. Uh, tell us what you got cooking. Oh, just, um, you know, just with, with uh, the Alamo book coming up, I'm going to be covering that. And then, you know, just kind of keeping an eye on the Spurs. So uh, seeing what's going on with them. Um you know, Pop's birthday, seventy uh, fifth birthday is coming mm-hmm. up. I think in a couple, two, three weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, I may try and sneak in a happy birthday to Pop during one of the media conferences. I did that one time, and Pop just looked at me deadpan, and he goes, uh, "Like that's supposed to mean something to me." Yeah, yeah. He'll probably do that again. He'll probably say it again. No one would be surprised. 
but yeah, follow uh, Raul on uh, X at Dominguez Cinco. See, he makes it more user-friendly for everybody. Mm-hmm. You see? Look at that. Look at that. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. Google Play. Uh, we got iTunes. We got Spotify. We got the Ken's 5 Plus app. We got YouTube. So many ways for you to check out everything that's going on here at Locked On Spurs. And uh, again, we appreciate you. You guys are always uh, the everydayers. We appreciate you coming here every single day. Hey, Locked On Sports has a new 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. You heard that right. 24-7. First ever. Uh, it's made of the local experts, the national uh, host uh, for all leagues, MLB, NBA, NFL. It's all there. Go subscribe to it on YouTube, Locked On Sports today. So for Raul, the Doom Conqueror Dominguez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Mm-hmm.